Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of scabies found under the dermatology section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with the clinical snapshot. A 21-year-old male college student presents to the health clinic complaining of intense, itchy, painful, red streaks between his fingers and in the groin area. The patient reports that the itchiness seems to be worse at night. Several other students have presented with similar problems over the last couple of weeks. Let's continue with an introduction to scabies. As a reminder, scabies is a superficial skin infection caused by the arthropod Sarcoptes scabie, which is a mite. It causes severe itching at night, it is too small to be seen by the naked eye, and its pathognomonic sign is burrows of linear markings in the skin due to the mite's movements. Risk factors include close contacts with scabies. Moving on to the presentation, hallmark symptoms include itching that is worse at night. And on exam, in adults, one may note burrows, especially in between finger web spaces. There may be erythematous inflamed pustules and papules, linear markings in the skin with some scale, which are commonly found on the wrist, finger webs, axilla, chest, umbilicus, and genital area. On exam, children may demonstrate generalized pruritic rash, and their scalp may also be involved. In immunocompromised patients, burrows are commonly found on the scalp and head. These patients have extremely high mite burden. They are often referred to as quote-unquote crusty, and many will develop secondary bacterial infections. In terms of the evaluation, remember that scabies is a diagnosis based on clinical exam and history. However, it can be confirmed with simple office procedures, such as a skin scraping with mineral oil prep. This may demonstrate the mites under microscopy. And in terms of the differential, make sure to think about chiggers and bed bugs, which will live in old mattresses, they will have painless bites with pruritic and purpuric macules, and the treatment is symptomatic with triamcinolone. Also think about contact dermatitis. With regards to treatment for scabies, one option is topical permethrin. This should be applied to the entire body for 8 to 10 hours, and it should be repeated in one week. And if there is extensive involvement, such as in immunocompromised individuals, then one can use oral ivermectin. One should also sterilize laundry. That would include washing and drying all clothing with high heat or throwing them away. And in terms of prevention and complications, in order to prevent scabies, one should avoid those with known scabies, one should treat all known contacts, and one should sterilize laundry. Complications related to scabies include secondary bacterial infections. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, remember that it is very good with treatment. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to scabies, let's walk through some questions to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For the first question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 24-year-old man presents to the emergency department with a rash. He states he has had a rash on his chest, face, arms, and legs for the past month. When his rash improves in one area, it seems to arise again in another. His temperature is 98.5 degrees Fahrenheit, or 36.9 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 133 over 65. Pulse is 80 beats per minute. Respirations are 12 breaths per minute. And oxygen saturation is 97% on room air. Physical exam is notable for puncta and wheels along his back, which he states are pruritic. Which of the following is the best treatment for this patient? And the answer choices are... Choice 1. Lindane. Choice 2. Mupiracin. 
Choice 3, penicillin. Choice 4, permethrin. Or choice 5, triamcinolone. The best answer to this question is choice 5, triamcinolone. This patient is presenting with a punctum and pruritic wheel suggesting a diagnosis of a bed bug bite which can be treated symptomatically with a topical steroid such as triamcinolone. Bed bugs, which are Simix lectularius and Simix hemipterus, typically affect individuals of lower socioeconomic status who live in unsanitary living conditions. They can reside in linens and mattresses and tend to bite their victims at night. Bites tend to occur on the face, neck, hands, and arms, but can occur anywhere on the body. The reaction to a bed bug bite can vary and can be anywhere from no reaction with a small punctum all the way to an erythematous papule or wheel with a central hemorrhagic punctum. Pruritus is a common complication and can be treated with topical steroids or antihistamines. Otherwise, there is no treatment for bed bug bites other than eliminating exposure by throwing away infected objects and appropriately cleaning linens. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Lindane is oral therapy for scabies, which presents with highly pruritic burrows in the web spaces. However, it is not the preferred treatment given the side effects including neurological symptoms, seizures, and in some cases, death. Choice 2. Mupiracin is a topical antibiotic that can be used for impetigo, which presents with honey-crusted lesions that occur secondary to a streptococcus pyogenes infection. Choice 3. Penicillin is an appropriate treatment for impetigo that is systemic with multiple lesions. Antibiotic therapy is not indicated for parasite infection. Choice 4. Permethrin is a topical treatment that is appropriate for scabies and is the first-line treatment for this pathology. Finally, a bullet summary. Triamcinolone and supportive therapy is the treatment of a bed bug bite. For the second question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 37-year-old woman with a history of systemic lupus erythematosus on prednisone and methotrexate presents to the dermatology clinic with three weeks of a diffuse, itchy rash. Physical exam is remarkable for small red papules in her bilateral axilla and groin and thin reddish-brown lines in her interdigital spaces. A skin biopsy demonstrates multiple mites and ova. Which of the following is the most appropriate treatment? And the answer choices are choice 1 hydrocortisone cream, choice 2, nystatin cream, choice 3, permethrin cream, choice 4, ketoconazole cream, or choice 5, capsaicin cream. The best answer to this question is choice 3, permethrin cream. The patient's clinical presentation and skin biopsy findings are consistent with scabies. The most appropriate treatment is with permethrin cream. Scabies is a highly contagious skin infestation caused by the Sarcoptes scabies mite. It is characterized by extremely pruritic erythematous papules that tend to be distributed on the scalp, face, palms, and soles in children, or axillary folds, waist, genitalia, and extensor elbows and knees in adults. The presence of thin reddish-brown lines, known as burrows, is pathognomonic, but may not always be present and can be obscured by excoriations, or superimposed bacterial infections. Patients should be instructed to wash their clothes and linens. First-line treatment is topical permethrin cream. The diagnosis of scabies is supported by the presence of burrows in the interdigital spaces 
and confirmed by the presence of mites on skin biopsy. Additionally, chronic immunosuppression, as in this patient with lupus on steroids, is known to predispose to outbreaks of scabies. Other predisposing factors include summer weather and crowded living conditions, such as skilled nursing facilities, schools, or prisons. The differential for diffuse, itchy rashes also includes contact dermatitis, tinea corporis, tinea versicolor, and cutaneous candidiasis, none of which are associated with burrows. Contact dermatitis tends to present in a focal linear pattern, whereas tinea corporis, tinea versicolor, and candida tend to be more confluent. Also remember that scabies is a common health problem. Children, elderly, and immunocompromised patients are predisposed to getting infected and having higher mite counts. Many diagnoses are made clinically, but skin microscopy can be helpful in identifying the mites. Topical permethrin is a well-known, beneficial treatment of scabies. Other alternative regimens include oral ivermectin and topical crotamidin, but these may be less effective than permethrin. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Hydrocortisone cream is used for eczema, dermatitis, and hemorrhoids. Eczema or atopic dermatitis is marked by presence of flaky, dry skin and can be associated with other atopy such as allergies and asthma. Choice 2. Nystatin cream is used for skin infection with candida, also known as diaper dermatitis. It classically presents as beefy red plaques with satellite lesions. Choice 4. Ketoconazole cream is used for the treatment of tinea corporis and tinea versicolor. Tinea corporis, or ringworm, is marked by the presence of annular plaques, whereas tinea versicolor tends to be hypo- or hyperpigmented patches that are most noticeable after prolonged sun exposure. Choice 5. Capsaicin cream is used for muscle and joint aches, as well as neuropathic pain. It generally is not used in the treatment of skin rashes. That's all for this review about scabies. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.